Oh yeah, stream is coming up now. Looks like it. Alright, we're gonna stop talking then. Got seven in the stream. Why aren't episodes of On The Clock just like on Ustream when you tune to this channel? Is Joe being racist because we're Asian? I, I'm going to have a word with that man. I mean, you're Asian. <laughs> I'm, I don't, I don't, you can't tell that I'm Asian. You have no idea if I'm Asian or not. I, I haven't met you, like. Yeah, you have no idea if I'm Asian. Uh -huh. You really don't. Hmm. Alright, well, we can get started then. I guess it's 901, so let's go ahead and roll. Yep. Oh, start us off. We're live. Yep. So, good evening, everybody. Uh, our thoughts are currently with all of our listeners and friends in Boston. We hope you're safe. I'm Akira. And I'm Kivo. And let's begin today's, tonight's show of On the Clock with five good minutes on the new season. You know, you know, uh, everything's out now. Right. You know? So I'm kind of wondering what you think. Because now we can have a full discussion about how we think about, you know, what, what we think about this new season. And um, the first thing I really wanted to draw your attention to, both listeners and you, Kivo, is this ranking that okay. Japan has ranked. Um Oreimo, Hataraku, Maosama, Railgun S, Kyojin, Gigantia, Daily Live, Henneko, Oregairu, Nyaruko, Wara, and Reading, England, <laughs> round out the top 10. Sure. What do you think of this? What do you think of this? What I think of this is this. For once, there is taste in Japan. Okay? I thought that the top five absolutely is totally fair. Oreimo, the first episode was really entertaining. Okay? I really like the first episode. Come at me, haters. Hataraku Maosama is great. Railgun was superb. I think you know you have your Kyojin and your Gargantia, which which are you know, it, they're really good shows that are starting off really strong as well. Um, yeah. I think 
And I know it's too early to say this, and it's too early to conclude this, but this might be the best season we've had in a long time. Okay, I think that's really, really pretentious. And a little, it, it's a little early to say well, that, I okay, think. But there's there's something for everyone. Like, really, look No, at I, it. I agree. I we agree. got like, our totally. so, like, We got you, our you, butch yeah, gun if, action shows. Yeah, that's we true. We have like, our hipster you, shit. Yeah, you have your hipster shit. You have your, um, you have your like your your shonen stuff. You have your giant mechs. You know, and like if you want to watch, uh, if you want to watch something that no one else is watching, like you can watch Crime Edge, I suppose, um, or Day Day Live. I feel like no one's watching Day Day Live. Well, apparently the, the people who watch it really like it because it's it's up there. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing about this ranking is I just want to let you know, like, the difference between Orimo and Akunohana, like, on the rating list is about four points. Uh-huh. Like, they rate it shows one to a hundred, and the difference between Akunohana and Orimo is about four points. So these are very close, all of these okay. shows. Um, people are really, I think people really think that this is uh, quite an excellent season. But at the same time, you know, I, I, you know, what I didn't reveal on this list here is what the you know, actual shows, their scores were out of 100. Oreimo, which is number one in the show, got a 58. Oh, wow. Tough curve, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is going to be the best season in a while. Uh, I think it's going to be a very, very mundane season, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I think that we have a lot of we have a lot of sequels, and the reason why you're so hype about these sequels and why I'm so hype about these sequels is because we really love the first season of these shows. Now, if you didn't watch the first season of these shows, I don't really think you have much to be hyped about. Well, I, I still think though that you know we have your Shingeki no Kyojin, we have Gargantia, we have Akunohana, we have Hataraku Maosama. I mean, and of course Hentai Oji Towarai Naneko was great too, and Origairu. Like I, I've watched the first episode, and that showed tons of promise. I really think that there's a lot of lot of stuff here. A lot of shows here can really develop into being how solid is it possible? Now, is it, how how is it possible that a show you know you know for any of you who've seen Origairu, I think you'll see very quickly that it's just a knockoff of um, Haganai. Haganai, like everyone knows this. Uh-huh. Haganai's uh huh. Haganai's. I like knows. the character design, and it looks a lot like Haganai's. Okay, what the fuck is with that one girl's hair, which has a bun on her head? I can't deal with that shit. I just can't. Like, it's just not, you know... It's I not love my... how, how that girl has one ribbon on her head, you know, instead of two, like, as a Yeah, I can't deal with any of this shit. Like, <laughs> like you know, the, the thing about Oreimo that I really hate is that, like, okay, by the way, like, I don't like Oreimo. Like, I'll just put that out there right now. I don't like Oreimo because nobody benefits from watching Oreimo. Like, ISA is crazy. ISA's the best. No, 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 but, okay, just hear me out. ISA's crazy. Okay. Kirito's an ingrate. Great. Um, like, Saudi's a nerd. Kuroneko has Chunibyo. Like, it's just an <laughs> awful cast of awful characters. And, like, that, that, that's what's so entertaining about it, because, No, like, like I, I'm not voting, I'm not rooting for anybody. And, you know, what's, what, what I think is shocking is that A1 picked up Oreimo. Uh-huh. Like, that was a fucking commercial decision to the max. A hundred percent that was a commercial decision on their part. I don't know if I like it. I feel like A1 is just doing trashier and trashier shows these days. I don't know, man. I really liked the first first episode of Oreimo because... Okay, it had the a second lot of... episode was much worse. I'll just, I'll just say that. No, 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 the second episode had more Ayase. So I, I, I actually liked the second episode even more. Okay, fine, fine. Maybe you liked it, but I'm, I'm just saying that it's really not, you know, it's not that... No. Yeah. And then Maosama, I'm not watching. Like, Railgun, I'll get... Okay, Railgun, fine. Like, oh, I have on, no problems with Railgun. Yeah. Shingeki no Kyojin, eh. I mean, yeah. it's good. It's good. I don't um, get all the hype. I don't get it. Like, maybe I'm just, you know... No, I do get it. I do get it. You're a Philistine. I, I get the okay. hype. Like, um... 
Hendeko is really good. We can talk yeah. about Hendeko later, but Hendeko is really good. Um, I haven't seen any of these other shows other than Akunohana, which I also really like. And if you don't like, you're definitely a Philistine. So <laughs> there's that as well. But, uh, you know, I, I think this is a very exciting season to be looking at. It's a very strong spring season, I think. And a lot of, you know, there's some shows that are continuing on from last season that are quite strong as well. So I think um, we're in for a treat. Perhaps we're in a treat. We're in for a treat if you like Railgun and Orimo. That's what I'm going to say. If you don't like Railgun, Orimo, or Nyaruko, like you're only going to be watching two or three shows this season. Well, good if you like, all yeah, if you like Orimo, Railgun, and Nyaruko, like you're going to watch everything. Hell yeah, you're watching everything. And I am watching. Also, Usne just said that Manami's the best. That is also false, uh... and that's all I'm going to say on that subject. All right, moving on. The Academy for Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, the guys who, you know, do the Oscars every year, are opening up a museum dedicated solely to animation in collaboration with LACMA, the Los Angeles County Museum of the Arts. Sure. This is actually very, very exciting to me. Um, why is it so exciting, you ask? Because this uh, really is a... I think it shows that people are starting to take animation and, you know, specifically they talked about anime being a big part of this museum, which is slated to open in 2017, by the way. So it's a little ways off. But I think what's really fascinating is they're really starting to treat animation like a thing, you know, like like a legitimate art form as opposed to just um, something for, you know, for children. And I think that's really, really interesting. Okay. Yeah, I definitely think so, too. I mean, and also Los Angeles is a pretty good uh, location for it, you know, with Anime Expo and all those things like that. It's interesting because yeah. I hear just in in the last few months in the news, just animation studios popping, animation museums, you know, the Miyazaki Museum and all these museums popping up in Japan and places like that and now one in Los Angeles. Do, do you think that this is more of a recent trend that, like, we're getting so many anime museums? Yeah, I actually think this is a recent trend. And I think that it's it's kind of interesting that people have decided to start, um, you know, um, treating animation a little more seriously. And I think that this, you know, sort of speaks to the mature, like the art form is slowly maturing. I yeah. think. I mean, sure, you, you can point to Oreimo, you can point to fucking Vivid Red or some shit, you know, and say like, oh, like you know, this is all Vivid just Red stupid. Is deep. Well, okay, so maybe Vivid Red isn't deep, but you know what's interesting is that you really start seeing a push for people to treat anime more as an art form, and I think that this is just another step in the right direction um, for that. And I think that this is also sort of counter, and I really like this too because it counteracts the recent trend that we've seen of the anim- of the industry kind of closing in on itself. Mm-hmm. You know, where people just cater to otaku, and then otaku continue to demand things that interest them, and, and the market becomes smaller and smaller and smaller, and uh, you sort of run the risk of becoming, you know, your fans' bitches. And I think that sort of promoting anime as a wider art form is a really, really important step in making sure that creators have their creative freedom. And sure. I think that's a really good thing, and I, you know, I'm all for it. Sure, yeah, that sounds good. So uh, I guess yeah. we can move on in other news. Uh, Production IG, other known as, otherwise known as the Notorious PIG, um, the company you know, that made... <laughs> This is classics like Guilty Crown, Kuroko no Basuke, Robaisons. Recently, it's been revealed that they're really, really, you know, kind of in the red. Um, despite the fact that they have tons and tons of sales. Now, Akira, how do you, why do you think this, this could happen? How, why? How, how could this happen? Okay, so, I mean, I took a look at their financials, and uh, I know exactly how this happened, actually. Okay. Um, they just, um, the issue that they had is that they, uh, are losing a lot of money on publications. Sure. Um, and they're losing a lot of they're losing money on their anime because um, their their costs are just way too high. I can right imagine now. that that and the only segment of tons of production costs. And yeah, do they like, actually do their secondary goods sell well, do you think? No. 
No, not at all. That's that's another reason why their sales numbers have been so terrible this year. Um, I mean, th- I mean, being ten billion yen in the red—that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that. Um, wait, hold on. Sorry, that that should say one billion yen. Um, I'm, I apologize for that on the fly correction, but it's okay. One billion yen is still a lot of money, um, especially for a company of their size. They're not too big, you know. Right. Um, so it's it's kind of surprising that they're that in the red, especially if you think about how popular. Okay, we're all surprised that Guilty Crown is popular. Let's be honest, we're all surprised. But but Critical No Basket, you know, robotics. Psychopaths. These are shows that are very, 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 very well known. You know, mm-hmm. um, and what's fascinating to me is that their number, their sales numbers are like rising. Okay. They're they're shooting up um, almost one hundred and fifty percent from last year. Okay. But even so, um, you know, it's just the production fees are just too high, and um, their secondary goods, which they spend a lot of money on, aren't selling well at all. And here, here's the thing I notice about all uh, these four big shows. None of yeah. them are Moe shows, okay? Uh, so is that really the key? Guilty, is that where the money actually guilty, is? Guilty Crown could guilty be Guilty Crown a Moe is show. not a Moe show. Guilty Crown would give Moe show is a bad name, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, sure. But, like, I mean, fair enough. But at the same time, I think that what's important about these shows is that, um, hmm, maybe Moe is where the money is. But if you, if, you rem- if you remember, like, these shows themselves do not sell poorly at all. Sure. People are buying them. But is, is, uh, is it really the secondary goods that makes the difference? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Maybe because production IG has such a focus on excellence sure. um, that that uh, you know they're just putting in super, super large amounts of money, which also explains to me perfectly well why Kickheart was crowdfunded as opposed to like having them just do it because they clearly don't have the money to do any of this stuff. Someone just said Titan will make that back for them. I highly doubt no, that. No, no way. If Psychopaths I, I couldn't do anything for them with that. I mean, if Psychopaths, Robotics, Robotics Notes, Kuroko no Basket, and Guilty Crown together. What all makes came it from out? going from 04 to 015? You know, it might be a great show. Yeah, it might I, it's, sell it's a ton. great show. It's going to sell well, but the problem is we, get, we like, they just need to control their costs. And that's sort of the problem with animation companies in general. And uh, the issue is they're already paying their staff so little, so people don't really understand what is gonna, what's going to happen here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Okay, well, let's move on to Win Pass Fail. We've all done this before. Um, so I guess I'll go first uh, with uh, Ori Emo. I will give Ori Emo as, you know, this is pretty predictable. I'll give it a win. Um, and I'll give it a win because of this. Um, I really think that this show has done a good job of picking up exactly where it left off. Um, there has been limited amounts of Kuroeko and lots and lots of ISA. Shots fired. Come at me. Okay? Okay, okay. I'm coming at you right now. I'm coming at you hot because... Okay. We all know that Kuroneko has the best character. Kuroneko is trash. Okay. No, you're, you're trash. But uh, <laughs> but no, you're you're trash. First oh, of all. Okay. And um and second of all, I think that Kuroneko, you know, um, I mean, she's not like the best character. Again, I'm telling you, nobody benefits from Oreimo. To be okay. honest, I don't benefit at all. I mean, I'm giving this, uh, you know, a pass maybe. Okay. Bordering on fail because it's Oreimo. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I kind of have to watch it though. Like everyone's watching this, you know, you can't like not watch it. I, I will know. say that I understand why people like, hate hate Kirino a lot and how the show is a little bit dysfunctional, but legit, legit, the first and second episode were the first time that I laughed out loud in anime in a long time. So, okay. I mean, they were, uh, they were all right. Meh. <laughs> all right. Your turn. Give us your take on three minute anime. 
Yo, three minute anime is great. You know, we had Yamano Susume, we had Mangirl, we had uh, I My Me, we had Gura Gura Fairies. Uh, this season we have Aura. I mean, I'm I'm all for three minute anime. You know, sure. I think this is a great new trend because what it does is it gives us all of our you know joyful little joyful. Let me let me phrase that in a way that's not so. Uh, not so Chris Hansen-ish. Uh, you know, it, it gives us all the anime entertainment that we want in bite-sized chunks that sure. are, you know, nice for people who have real lives. Because sometimes we don't have 20 minutes to spend watching stuff all day, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely dig that, too, especially with... Uh... Yeah, but... Yeah, go on. And there seems to be a handful every season now. Like, ever, ever since I... Thermite and Romai, it almost feels like there's five or six a season. Oh yeah, well I think I think uh, actually uh, the show that really pioneered it was Morita-san, well, yeah. Muguchi, I think, and then after that it just—I mean that's still running and it's just going on and on and on. And then, you know there were three-minute shows before, and so, you know I think they're they're really good. I think they're really good. So I really welcome this new development. Awesome, awesome, cool. So moving on, the first episode of well the beginning of hiring Yaroko-san, what up? Um, I would give a pass. What um, the show is. Fine. It's exact. It's very similar to exactly where I left off in the first season, and most of the problems I had with the first season also persist. And that's the main character, um, Mashiro. Wait, is that his name? The main character. Um, Mashiro. Mashiro. There we go. Yeah, the fucking. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Okay, all these. Okay, let me say this. All these fucking anime main characters are fucking the same. Anyways, Mashiro is terrible. He like actively tries to stop anything interesting from happening in this show. Okay, so that's exactly my issue with both seasons of hiring Yaroko-san as of now. That said, everything that made Yaroko-san entertaining in the first season also persists. I like the gags, I like the uh, entertainment, and of course, I like Yaroko. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about this that hasn't been said already. I mean, I love the fact that they're just so at, they're so blatant about parodying things, and they just don't care. And I think that they should not care, and... The fact that they don't is awesome, and yeah. I'm just talking in circles now. I mean, but fucking, anyways, like, I think the show's awesome. That scene in the anime store was fucking great, yeah. But I, I, I give it a win. You give it a pass, I give it a win. Moving right. on. Moving on. So, uh, Kira, what did you think about the first episode of Hentai Oji to Warai Nai Neko? Oh, dude, this show was awesome. I mean, first of all, look at that plaid skirt. Like, <clears> that <throat> is... That Kantoku, is... That is... His kan- kantoku, kantoku, like, Oretoku. Yeah, like, oh, I yeah. benefit from Kantoku a lot. Um... Mm-hmm. I really love plaid skirts. That's just a thing that you should all know about me. Um, so I really love this show. Um, I uh, I thought it was really funny. You know, you said Orimo was the first time you laughed in a long time. This this show was the first time I laughed in a long time. Yeah. Well, um, I, 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 watched, also... I watched the show after I watched Orimo, and this show made me laugh too. Just just clarification. Yeah, and that. <laughs> But um, I was also in the gym when I was watching this, so <laughs> nice. I got I got a bunch of weird stares from people. I think, uh, but um, I I really like the concept behind the show. I think it's I think it's really interesting. I think um, we don't see characters like that in anime too it's often. Like him, complex you know? from what? Yeah, like... I, no, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. Please, this is a show that's based on a light novel. I wouldn't go that far. But what I will say is that I really enjoy the way that. Um, I really enjoy the way that this character just speaks his mind. Yeah. I think he's refreshing for the same reasons that Okarin was very refreshing. You know, Okarin from Science Gate. Which is why I really like the show, so I'm giving it a win. Solid. Solid. So, moving on now. What do you have for me? What are we discussing today? What's our views? Ah. Today we're talking about crowdfunding. And we mentioned production IG earlier. 
and you know, um, Production IG believes that the its experience with Kickstart uh, using a Kickstarter was a huge success, and this should be their future of anime. Yeah, and you know, I. Huh. This sort of goes hand in hand with um, with a LACMA thing, I think, because what's important about crowdfunding is it's really a vote of confidence for the show even before it's made, right? Okay. And the reason why it worked out really well in Kickhart's case, and you know, this is based off of an interview that Production IG gave uh, about two days ago, I'll have it translated in a bit, um, is that People really know Production IG, and they trust Production IG. And actually, I'm seeing some comments from our from our uh, viewers right now that I said, you know, like unlike EA, people actually like Production IG, and like that's a big part of it. And I think that people will donate just because it's Production IG. Sure. I mean, you would, wouldn't you? I would too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, and you know, this way people can kind of step away from having to always animate light novels, you know what I'm saying? Because without the without crowdfunding, you can't really tell what's popular and what's not. The only way you can tell is like if you go ahead and um, look at light novel sales numbers, manga sales numbers, and then you're stuck doing adaptations forever. Right. Now, from a purist's point of view, I wonder, you know, actually I'll go ahead and just say this now. I have a little bit of an issue with companies using Kickstarter to hedge projects, Okay. Like to kind of head okay, projects your financial risk because that's that kind of like counteracts the spirit, the entrepreneurial spirit of Kickstarter. Okay, and what Projection IG has done so far, I thought is fine because they're trying to get out of the box and they're you know they're trying to actually play with the with anime and trying to create unique things without running the risk of massive financial losses. I'm wondering how long it's going to take for, you know, JC staff to put a third episode, to put a third season of, you know, of, um, or a emo on Kickstarter or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Okay. But that's different. I, I think, I think that you should use this crowdfunding model to hedge your financial risks. Right. Okay. Like, I, you know, first of all, I don't believe that like Moish shows are like the cancer killing the industry. I think there's a time, there's a time and place for them, but like, I think that when you're trying to do something as like radical as Kickheart, like when I mean, you compare it to you know your base, it's it's very much like two standard deviations that, that, right now. Yeah, it and opens I think that, that possibility. Right, and I'm saying what's great about crowdfunding is it's a vote beforehand. Like any everyone who donated to to Kickheart is definitely going to watch it. But but would you, you know also crowdfund if if you would you contribute as a vote of confidence for a third season of Strike Witches? Like, fuck yes, I would. Well, like, but, well, then there's the thing, because, like, that's not outside the box anymore. That's just another... Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, that's a problem that they're going to have to solve, because the whole point behind crowdfunding was they're trying to open up the industry to people who don't really know about animation, exactly. you know, people who just... Well, like, who people who, who aren't, like, otaku, like, not the quote-unquote core market, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I guess if you put it that I way, mean, yeah, if, if I mean, because all this... If it's can be abused, yeah. you know... Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Moving on. <laughs> All right. So why don't you introduce this one? Hmm. So, Love Live, interestingly okay. enough, has a lot more female fans than expected. Like, a lot more. Um, and uh, this is really weird, actually, to me as well. Because uh, this is like Idolmaster, but worse. Yeah. That's how I would describe know? it. Right, and I don't understand how people, how women don't like the Idol Master, but like Love Live, and it, it's a really confusing sort of demographic to me. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and this is the most interesting to me because you can tell that Idolmaster tries to pander to get female fans, you know, with your Jupiter and your Ritsuko, right? But yeah. But how how does love? Do you think Ritsuko's aimed at women? Huh? Well, I think Ritsuko is there to be like, ha, look, a girl can reproduce her too. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And I think what it is is that the Idolmaster is linked to a game. Okay, and in that game, you play an explicitly male producer. And I wonder if that can have an influence on... Um, because in Idolmaster, even though Idolmaster is mostly about the girls, in Idolmaster, you see the story and experience the characters from the producer's point of view. In Love Live, it's kind of like a detached third-person camera slash honoka. So it kind of separates that intrinsic, you know... The, it separates out the male producer kind of point of view and perhaps makes it more accessible to women. Like, it fools me as much as it's fooling you here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so too. And I think the other thing about Love Live that makes it a little more special than the Idolmaster is that it's about a bunch of girls who are struggling to become idols. Sure. You know, whereas in Idolmaster, I guess they struggle a little bit. You never get the sense that they're truly struggling. Well, I mean, you know what I'm the saying? anime, like, like, yeah, a little bit more like that. But I, I know what you're talking about with the games. Like, there's no, there's no cri- there's no real crisis, right? Uh, like, like Namco Pro is not gonna like go down if they fail, right? Right. And like these girls are like trying to be idols to like, you know, like do the greater good, basically. And, and, and I feel like that. Thing. One thing, yeah, I do, go on. I do respect um, Love Live for, besides the fact that all the girls are totally fuckable, is um, is the fact that they kind of start the whole idol thing from ground up. I mean, when when you look at the Idol Master, you know, they have the brick and mortar Namco Pro there. Right, and this yeah. love life kind of imbues the message that anyone can be idols in this world. Yeah, yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree with that, and I think maybe that's why it's also more appealing to female fans. But what I was going to say before as well is that you know it shows the process of being like not suck uh-huh. from like you sucking a lot to like not sucking at all. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a process of growth that's like sort of not in the item master. In the item master, it's kind of stagnant. I feel like. I feel like Love Live is definitely a much more dynamic show, and there's also a lot more live numbers, I think. Um, And I think maybe that's why it appeals to female fans who are, you know, who some of them might even be dreaming of entering the industry. Also, Emperor J says Idolmaster's idol in the title. I mean, Love Live also has idol in the title. It's called Love Live School Idol Project. I'm just (laughs) putting that out there. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) Well, I guess that's all we have for today, so uh, let's let's go ahead and do our omaki. By the way, look how fucking happy Ray looks in this shaving cream ad. That's fucking amazing. That is awesome. That's the happiest I've ever seen her. Anyways. <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, Hayate Cuties has been ranked this season's worst anime. Good. At least there's finally some taste. Because ever since Man, what Manglobe has done to this franchise, I think is like against human rights violations. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, like you know, it's definitely banned by the Geneva Protocols. And at the same time, uh, interestingly enough, Yu Yushiki was the second worst show this season. So there you go. Sounds Japan right. has a lot of taste. Next, former AKB member and Nakayasaka fails the first round of additions for Milky Holmes. This is no. hysterical. No! This is hysterical. <laughs> I mean, at least she has some voice acting experience under her belt with AKB 0048, right? Yeah, okay, um, but whatever. Yeah, so Anyways, Rome moving on. Yeah, breaks out at a minor Seiyu's concert. I just got this stock picture. It wasn't at Aya Hirano's concert, even though that would have been Yeah, no, hilarious. I mean, yeah, just some Myers, minor Seiyu that no one's ever heard of. She played, like, Student A in Saki or something. Uh-huh. So I don't even know why this happened, but there was why, just a huge she, fight. Why does she have a concert? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, last and weird, the most weird, the most weird. 
the most weird yep. is that fans are actually going to temples to pray for Achiga's victory in nationals. I have many problems with this. First of all, okay, shouldn't you? Why be... Achiga? Why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why That's my main problem. Why Achiga? For... Why not like I mean, Kiyosumi? Right, Achiga's that is my terrible. first question. Achiga's yeah, so bad. Oh, they're so bad. I don't know why you would want them to win. I just don't. I don't know. And, and also, you know? shouldn't you be like praying to Gonzo or, or like AIC or something? Yeah, I don't understand why they're and isn't praying. Is the manga already written? Like, couldn't oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's just oh. Jesus. <laughs> well, that's that's all the goofy news we have for you today. Uh, thanks for listening once again, and uh, sorry for that disconnect in the middle, but uh, hopefully uh, we'll have everything sorted out next time. We will, and thank you very much. You've just wasted another half hour listening to two Asian, maybe, possibly Asian men, mm-hmm. blabbing about anime on the internet. Good night, everybody. Stay safe. Moe for life. Stay on the flip side.